Welcome to today's County Road Bobblecast. That was I Will Still Love You, an 80s classic by Stone Bolt. It seems to be quite fitting, very much a story of a modern day Evertonian. Fall out and love them all the time, and then we're back there as we we always are. Um, I've just renewed my season ticket the other day, and uh, hopefully, we'll be back in a packed out Goodison come August to have my next round of punishments. And now, hopefully, hopefully. We will improve. We have to improve. It has to be better. It's myself, um, which I'm joined today by Barry Williams. So it's a bit of a double act for you today. Um, so we just thought we'd just get together early and just have a bit of a chat about the season and looking ahead and, and looking at what's coming into the summer as well because there's obviously the Euros that are on the horizon. But we'll start um, probably on a more negative note, but we'll, we'll get it over and done with because we've got to talk about it anyway. So, Barry... Um, Let's look at last season. What would you rate it as a whole if you were marking it as a school report? What, what was your mark out of 10? Just bang average. Uh, five, six. Yeah. Nothing. All right. If you go month by month, you know, your first two months you can go sound, yeah. Then the tip. Then you pick back up again. And then obviously the win at Anfield, you know, put some, put some long way to demons to bed. Yeah. But then just towards the end of the season, you know, like some of the home defeats we've had. You know, you went two with them. You people, people will be getting the passports out now. Yeah. You know, getting ready to go away. So, no, I mean, don't, there's been improvement. Like you know, in terms of you know putting some putting some of the demons to bed. Like some of the teams we haven't won away at, but you know, it's you know, Boxing Day we were two points off top. You know, and and we finished tenth. I think that's what leaves a bit of taste in people's mouth, isn't it? You know, it's not necessarily saying that we're, we're miles off. Because point wise we're not. It just it, it just very much feels like there was always an opportunity this to do a little bit more than we did. Yeah, but we said it all season, haven't we? You know, because like, most of the time we've had the game in hand all season. Or you know, like we've been two games behind the top four and we've all been saying, you know, we beat we beat so and so. We go fourth. You know, we beat beat Jeff United do the week. You know, we we cement in fifth. Yeah. Be filling on a Friday night. Yeah, that's a prime, <laughs> prime example of what it is. But, um, <laughs> Not this season, but the season before. But it, it does feel like just that. Just a season. It's, it's a season of like what ifs. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's what it is. I mean, I, I am an eternal optimist, as, as many people know. Probably drive some people insane, and I can only apologise for it. But I'm similar to you, six and a half. You know, must do better. Um, I do think I wanted to see us compete more, like you say, against some of the teams that we haven't competed against for years, and we we did do some of that. Um, yeah, we did fall massively short though in certain games as well. You know, the Chelsea game, the the City one, obviously in the last day. You know, there's clearly that that we've still got a lot of quality to make up. Um, I think the big the big thing for me was we never really had a level of consistency. You know, we we started off really no, well. No, we then, never. We lost a couple of players here and there, and they changed again, and and it, we ended up almost settling into into some kinds of defensive malaise, and almost hope that we just frustrated teams and managed to, yeah. to beat I them. I mean, it worked um, away. It, it did work away from home. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. at home, the owners are on you to get to get a team. You know, like teams like Fulham and that. Yeah. They're gonna come to Goodison and if you say glad we'll shift back, they'll be gone. Like who, who, who was that fucker who scored against us? The, the centre forwards. Uh, yeah, it's for the, the Sunderland documentary. Yeah. Josh Madger. Yeah. Very much one of them players who scores past effort. I know we got a penalty yeah, against it. someone else, and you never, you never heard his name said again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I, I seen a stat the other day about uh, to Hay, um, that uh, he hadn't saved a penalty in like twenty five penalties or something ridiculous. Yeah, one of the thirty six now. Oh, and yeah, well, yeah. They, have you seen the last one that he? Seen the last one that he yeah. saved. The last, the last one was in the semis. Yeah, Lukaku against Devon. And two, yeah, he saved he saved three since twenty fifteen. Yeah, two against Devon. He's the only pe- <laughs> he's the only person to save a Baines penalty in the Premier League. That's it. Christ Almighty! There you go. It is. It's like we are stuck in the Truman Show, isn't it? And everyone's just watching on. It's like we are the Oxfam of the footy. <laughs> Always looking I'm to it. After a while, so go on, go, go on. Yeah, you haven't saved the penalty yet. Go and save that. Haven't scored. Go on. Haven't kept a clean sheet. Go on, do that. Uh, and just for a bit of scene setting as well for people, we're in a different location today. Uh, so hopefully the sounds all right. I think I'm sure it will be. We're in uh, the uh, Williams household here in the back garden. Uh, it, it, it can be also can be described as as like a little kind of um, kind of new age European feel to it. 
you know, it's these posh chairs. Um, he's got the workman's kettle on the go with a bit of your cold glasses Corona. Um, I could be, to be honest, I could be in like downtown Valencia and I wouldn't wouldn't know any difference. He's always out with the sun. <laughs> it's downtown Benidorm with the sun and downtown Southport without the sun. Yeah, that's so. what it is. If you ever get the opportunity to go in, uh, into Williams's garden, um, Big Bass's garden, make sure you take it because uh, he looks after you. My dad will be buzzing how we put that fence up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah top marks for Mr. Williams Senior. Um, so, oh God, I mean, this is a big one, uh, but we had a bit of a discussion about it today, actually. But what needs to be done for you? And uh, there's probably no easy way of answering it, really, but. It depends on where you look at it, doesn't it? You know, in terms of on the field, you know, we need we need a right back straight off. We need a right midfielder, preferably a left footed. Uh, I think a few a few have mentioned like that Leon Bailey and the other fella off Leverkusen, Diaby. Yeah. You know, he's half decent. I think that someone said about uh, the Bournemouth one, Gianepo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's he'd be like a last resort for me. Um, I don't think we're a million miles away. I don't. I think more like. It does feel it at times, doesn't it? It does feel it, but. Probably just no. the pain, isn't it? You know, I, you, you're still dealing with like the shite of three and a half years ago. Yeah. You know, and I, and I know that's, that doesn't work with some people, but we are. Yeah. You know, I think the team on Sunday, um, I think it was only Alan and Go- Alan Gov- Alan Godfrey. Different from Silver's last game, the Derby. Sakura played as well, didn't he? So. Yeah, and Sakura, yeah. yeah, three of them. You know, other than that, it's the same team that got beat far too by Liverpool. And ultimately, ultimately, you see Marco Silver off the job. Yeah. You know. I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? You know, it's. They say it's the first sign of madness, you know, doing the same things and expecting different results. And we tried. It's not so much that, it's, you know, it, it's the knee jerk reaction, isn't it? Yeah, get rid Absolutely. of the manager, bring get, someone else yeah, in. You know. And we just end up with the same old shite on the pitch, but we're just a fella. Yeah. And you know what? You can't even say that. I've heard some people question maybe his style, was it suited to Everton and all this kind of stuff. But we've had different styles, haven't we? We've had like old school big styles. We've had styles. You know we've, we've, you know, we've, we've had styles, but you know, in terms of managers' personalities, I more mean, you know, so obviously he's considered to be a more quiet, deep thinker, Carlo. Mm. You know, demands respect. We've had like a big Sam who was very vocal, gobby almost. And is a lot, you know, more aggressive in his personality. We've had Marco Silva, who's very quiet. We've had Ronald Koeman, who's, you know, totally different at all. Well, yeah, to be exactly. honest, he's just a tit, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's a, that's a, as a story for another another day. Uh, but you know, we've we, so we've had different styles of managers and personalities, and ultimately, we all all you know all roads have led to the same place. That, that the same place just aren't good enough. You know. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there's. I think so, someone put a video on Twitter yesterday, I think, saying like Everton, they've had, they've had they've tried different styles, right? But there's no identity. Yeah. You know, like like years ago, you know, under Moyes, people knew they were coming to Goodson and just thought, fuck that. You know, you don't be getting a game. You maybe you maybe lose one or two at home a year. You know, it seems like Fulham and that will come to Goodison and just go fuck this. Yeah. You know, but like we obviously we've lost that. And there's an element with the fans not being there, I suppose, isn't there as well? You know, it's the fans being ma- it, fans being not being there is massive for everyone, absolutely everyone. And you know, I know that we get a lot of sticks sometimes for the when we are, you know, when, when we do get a bit, bit, bit lively towards <laughs> yeah. our own players at times, but it keeps them on the edge. You know, keeps them on the on the toes, that, doesn't it? You know? But I think that's the only positive from this season. I don't <coughs> think people can say that anymore. No, because everyone used to go out. The ground's toxic. The ground's toxic. You know, the players can't perform. The players have had them. no fans in the ground for, what, 16 home games? Yeah. In the league. Maybe, might be 15, 16. You know. Won three. won three. Yeah. I, we, didn't, we didn't win three with fans last year. and Or last season, you know, when the fans won it. Yeah. It's an outlay, isn't so it? I think, so I think that's that's a positive from this whole thing. You know, that's that, that's now gone. That's, that's dead and buried, that. Yeah. It's no longer. It's toxic. Well, the, um, was it obviously you mentioned the other day in the Athletic possibly looking at hundred million uh, in terms of what we're going to have in the summer um, loan wise, and then we obviously might have a few sales and additional funds on top of that. So it does look like we're going to have 
obviously we only spent 60 million last summer so it looks like we might have close to 150 million which is a lot big difference yeah, you know, it can do some damage it's a lot for the size of us especially if it's a biased market as well you know obviously they're expecting teams like France they're financially struggling a bit they probably won't knock players off the cheap but they'll probably be a lot more accustomed yeah. to selling them yeah. um, at a fair price so it does appear to be an opportunity obviously Inter Milan were mentioned today that they're looking to to sell the main man Romelu Lukaku as well for 75 I'd go million spend, I'd go and spend all 150 on him yeah say, come on. it's that, that vital that's, and that, that's him if, if the, I, said, I think I said it yesterday if they bought him and no one else that, well, that's it sure. cured a lot of sins overnight that wouldn't it it would because you know and that's, that's, that's a sign of ambition again and it doesn't wash with me at all and he's lazy and all this but no if we have got 150 million in the summer I just hope we don't don't go out and just waste it yeah you know like how, as we've done previously we've, we've said it for years this this transfer window is like the biggest one most important yeah you know, but we I mean we've said that for years and we thought we, we thought we'd done it right when Cooper and Walsh come in you know we bought a goalie we bought a decent centre half we bought about 344,000 Number ten, you know, bought the next biggest thing to come from Spain. El Sandro. And you know, that's he's just been fucking relegated on the weekend. Has he? I didn't even notice that. I didn't even pick so, up you know, Yeah, so I, I agree with you, you know, I think that the the Kaku if he's available seventy five million. So I mentioned that the, the PSG are messing around with the price with Keane. I just tell him to yeah, basically some, someone, in that. Someone mentioned that, didn't he, on Twitter? I, I'd go and offer him to, as, as someone said on Twitter, so I'd go and offer him to Inter Milan. Yeah, you know some, what I mean? Someone said, yeah, they well, we'll give you 40 million. And, okay. and Keane, you know, yeah. basically, it's a 40 million pound transfer. Yeah. And what we spent on Keane was, was the difference in what we sold Lukaku for. Yeah. So, you know, it's. Imagine Lukaku and DCL up top as well. That's what I mean. You've got, you've got two. Different centre forwards. Big there. physical centre forwards. You've, yeah. you've got someone who's who's absolutely lethal in the air in Carl Lewin, who's a bit like Bambi on ice with his feet, and then you've got Bambi on ice with his head. <laughs> they complement each other well, wouldn't they? Yeah, and, they their foot and, you know, if Carl, and if Lukaku goes, I think I've said a few loads. If, if Lukaku goes through on goal, you know, nine times out of ten, you go, it's a goal. He scored, and yeah. You know, whereas sometimes we don't get that with Carl Lewin, so. It, Probably would be the nice, you know, a nice, a nice match. Yeah, definitely. And you know, again, you know, you're expecting twenty goals off the Kaku there, aren't you? And if Dominic Calvert Lewin again can repeat what he's got he's, and well, add a tiny bit more, I you know, when, I think when Calvert Lewin first broke on, I think the Kaku was up front. Yeah. And he seems to do all right together. So you know, they've obviously grown with age. They've probably matured a bit now. So you know, who knows? You'd always, almost play a front three there, couldn't you? You could play obviously if Richardson gets his his head to game, which I'm sure he will. So almost play Richardson on the, the left. He doesn't even have to do that. He should play a four four two. Yeah, couldn't you? Just push just, the wingers just off. Just do it that way. And you've got athletic full backs. Then if you get a proper right back in, yeah, you can always get away with that. Then can't you? And that's as well. where someone like uh, Max Allen's comes in. And there'll be people listening to this. I bet you yeah, who'll be going. Fucking like who's never ever going to Evan? You know no, what I mean? Probably. But they'll be the same people who say Evan have got no ambition. And they'd Why aren't we going for next Y and Z? It'd also be the same people who said Amos Rodriguez wouldn't come to Everton. Yeah. Lo and behold, he's just played 20 odd games for Everton. Yeah. You know? I mean, he might fuck off in the summer, like, but. Yeah. You know, it's a. Uh, he'll watch you, Chloe. You can't say no. You cannot say no. Yeah, I, yeah no, I'm, I'm of the same thinking, really. I've, you can't say no, lad. We've got to be, we've got to be it. You've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. he, he's he's been at United already and it didn't really work out for him there yeah, Obviously, exactly. you may think that he's got something to to do at Chelsea and by the way that weird noise is us just filling the pints up um, so you're getting all the sound effects you might not get bottles clicking today but you're getting the uh, full noise of the workman's kettle um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I'm in full agreement. I think we need to be we need to be all, all guns out for Lukaku. Um, we need to pay. You try and pay whatever it takes, and hope that Carlo Ancelotti, you know, can persuade him. And I think you don't then have to go and get the best right back in the world. You know, you might be able to get a right back for seven or eight million, or a Kenny Tete or someone like that. 
who's an athlete and, and can cover that area. But if you've got Lukaku and TCL knocking 35, 40 goals in between them, Richardson adding 10 to 15 goals. Yeah. You're, you're on for top four off that alone. And maybe exactly. get maybe get another athlete, you know, and in centre midfielder, how it, you know, how, however you do that, whether it's a Basuma and Anguisa or it's, you know, someone of that moles, whether it's that Sar as well that's been mentioned. Um, yeah, he's not using athletes in Radish Mare as well. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's who I'd go for. Okay. Well, saying that, what would have just come off? The, the other fellow who, who wouldn't be half, half bad would be that, uh, that what's his name? That, uh, that Buendia. Yeah. Yeah. Off Norwich. I think yeah. he pinpointed on him last season. Emmy Buendia. Yeah, yeah. last season when Norwich went down. Talking 40 million for him though, aren't they? It does seem a lot of money. It does, like, but it's, it's not, in, not in today's market, is it? I suppose when we first got links with Godfrey, though, they were saying, like, close to 50 million, weren't they? And yeah. Then it was 30, then it, you know, then it ended up being closer to 22. Yeah. So. Well, I think the only problem with that is there's no one, no one went for Godfrey, did they, apart from us? Yeah. But, you know, teams apparently looking at Buendia, so, you know, you might have to pay near that. But if someone said to me, oh, you'll pay 60 million for them, so 30 million each. Yeah. Each. <laughs> you that sound. Yeah, yeah. You go there, that sound. Yeah, I'd, again, I think it's it's a no. Let, let's go. Rather than saying we're not going to get them, let's go and try and get them, and let let them decide rather than us decide before yeah, it even no, happens. That's what everyone says, doesn't it? Everyone goes ah, you know. You mentioned a player, and they go, nah, he won't come to Everton. But until until you you ring them up and go, you want to come play for Everton? Yeah. You know, until then you don't know. You can't say yeah, you can't say no. There's a million reasons as well why, why you know, Kaku left Chelsea, didn't didn't really work for him there, you know, and United hasn't really, so what, what's to say he, he did enjoy his time, you know, at Everton, so what, exactly. what's, what's to say he might not, I think he left because we had no ambition and people probably again be, you know, be saying, well, well, you know, we're actually worse off, but in actual fact, you know, Carlo Ancelotti might, might persuade him otherwise. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and are you, t- are you telling me that no one really come back? Are yeah. you telling me that? You know, when people clap for him, he's telling me when he left, they all went, oh yeah, he's, he's left for Devon, I've got no ambition. Yeah. You uh, know what I mean? So, now it doesn't wash with me. Yeah, if, if we can get it done, get it done. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I think a lot, I think we probably speak for a lot of people here that would probably glad to see the end of that season early and, and move on again, you know. And yeah, it's a decent break, isn't it? You know, like last season, last season finished, it was a three-week break and then you were back in it then. You know, yeah, and plus now the season's over. I'm hoping like everyone has forgot. I've still got to do a fucking lawnmower on the bar. And it goes back to normal. <laughs> so, yeah, for anyone that doesn't remember a podcast early last year, Barry had written off TCL's chances of, of reproducing his 13 goals last season, and I promised if he if he scored against Spurs, he'd do a lawnmower on the bar. Obviously, for anyone that does remember that first game that seems a million miles away now, TCL was rose to the occasion um, and got us the victory. We actually played really well that day as well. So, Barry still owes us to this day a lawnmower on the bar. Um, so, I'll say what, I will stick quickly on Everton. Obviously, I think it's right to mention as well. You've Obviously, you've applied for the fans forum as well, haven't you? So, for yeah. anyone that, that is listening, um, obviously, Barry, Barry Williams, you'll notice his little profile there. I think he's obviously, you can tell he's scouts, he's got his lost souls top on. Yeah. On, on the uh, this picture, um, and uh, I think most people will know Barry. You know whether it's it's the home games or it's the away games. Uh, certainly the away games. I know a lot of fans know Barry quite well. Um, why? What made you apply, Barry? And what you know? What you? Yeah, I know you're quite passionate, aren't you? About yeah. No people. People like people who know me will know why I've applied. But like for the people who don't know, don't know me as much. Like the the club means everything to me. And yeah. you know, like there's been times like when I was fifteen, yeah, I broke my leg. Um was meant to go to Nuremberg, uh anyway for cup, you know, and the club looked after me. You know, made sure I was alright. Uh, I couldn't go, obviously I couldn't play. But you know, like the club was the club fucking sent me stuff, you know, checked I was alright and all that and I just wanna I wanna give something back to the club. Uh and obviously like the fans, you know, like the fans that I've spoken to. Uh, sound get on with them as well you know like you could be out in a boozer and yeah. spot on Everton fan miles away regardless like, and just you know I think I've said to you 
and a few others I've spoke to, you know, like to represent the fans. I think my playing days are over. You know, I'm 28 now. I think my playing days have gone past me, so I'm not going to represent the fans in, on the pitch. So I'll do my best and just try and represent them off the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, yeah, I think, I think your chances are getting called up now. Well, actually, last season you might have had the chance to go and centre midfield at some stage, like but uh, but yeah, I think listening to you, you know, I know that you go to you've been to Kenya and everywhere you Switzerland. You know, there's no way you miss. Uh, and I know that you're quite passionate aren't you, about you. You think the club should do more for away fans. Yeah, um, I, I, do, I mean, you should do. They do a lot. They do. They do do quite a bit for them, for the fan for the away fans. But you know, like I've been in away games, and you've just, you know, it's, it's just, it's not like a normal. It's, it's just boring. Yeah. You know, whereas you know, it, like if they said, yeah, right, we've got, I don't know, Southampton away today, right? We've all sorted you. Place to go, you should you all go. Put an event on you type know, thing. A little event on for you. You can it's go there, idea, that actually, you know, yeah. and then move on to the ground. You get all the buzz of the fans. That. You know, you get all the buzz of the fans being together. Yeah. You know, and then you're all going to the ground. You know, obviously people are going to have a baby so, at this event. You know, you get there. That's a really good idea. Actually, I've never thought of ready for that. Like ready for the match and that. So know, it's like stuff like that. So it's like almost. I know I, we don't get the fan zone at home. Um, I think we need to do better on that as well. If, you, if you're looking to get proper fans into into the fan zone, but um, it's almost like having a, a fan zone away. Yeah, not having an area or a pub or a, yeah. and then actually put something on for the yeah. you know because yeah, I suppose so, I suppose it matters that you're away. You could still probably do it, couldn't you? And yeah, no, you should. I mean, obviously, it. obviously, when when the world does get back to normal, stuff like that. Uh, I did, I did say like I want to introduce like some sort of singing section at the away games. No, we've got that it's at like home the at the minute. Yeah. I know we've got that at home, but there's nothing worse than being an away game. You know, and you're trying to get in, you know, trying to get involved, trying to get the team up for it, and a few rows behind you just there, uh, sit down. Yeah. You know, and you just think it's the fucking point now. You know, and that's what I mean by where it's just like an away game. Yeah. You know, it just seems like. You're not a you're not a you're not a footy game. So I find some way of having fans with a common yeah. theme. So if you well, are got, yeah, you know, because obviously there will be like disabled fans, for example, who, who just get plonked in the middle of fans that want to stand up and sing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's not fans even, no, even even like disabled fans, right? You know, they might feel because like, I know I know Palace, the, the disabled fans are at the back. Yeah. You know, what's it's not fair on them. To be sat at the back if they want to get involved with the singing, yeah, you know, so they should have like space at the front for that, and then for the singing section, yeah. yeah. So like, so they so they can get involved with it because I, I I like what Palace away is that's a prime example of it, yeah. So it's so you see what 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 I what I noticed it goes on at the minute it goes on your credits, yeah. Like so, if you're first in line for your credits, you know. You get you get sold from left to right on the away allocations, so like the people who've got all the credits will be first, and then you know, like the like the younger lads who you know haven't got all the credits but go everywhere, you know they're like on the right, yeah. so it's like the the proper not not proper match goals but you know like the ones with all the credits yeah who do go everywhere. Then the ones who who can who go when they can and all that, and then the new lads who get who buy like the spares and build themselves up. You know, all the club has to do is just go right. If you want to get in the singing section, you buy in that block and that block. Yeah. You know, you tell the club where you want to. There'll be allocators. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the way I go at it. Do you think it's a sense that the the football clubs at times have just let you know because they sell out regardless? So do you think? There's almost a certain like laziness now because I do think it's gone out of touch a lot, yeah. a lot. And it's you know you look at Germany, you know they're very much in touch with the fans, and obviously we're constantly you know um, I think certainly myself, you know I'm on the fans forum and constantly trying to say this is what fans are saying, this is how fans feel. You know you've got a very good grasp of how away fans are. You know what I mean? I, I tend yeah, to, to go every home game and then just just go a select few away games now in my personal situation, but. I think you know. I think it's important that you have someone who's, who really is going every away game and understands you know how we can do better. Yeah, and, exactly. And to make and sure that's that what I want to try and improve. Yeah. And, and like there's other stuff that I want to try and improve. I don't want people to just think like I'm doing it for you know the three thousand away fans. I I want to do it for every fan. Um, 
regardless, you know, even if the, you know, they live two minutes down the road or they live the international fans five thousand miles away. Yeah, because that's a big thing at the moment as well, and and we need to to embrace that. You know, if you look at you know, what's, what's, say say I don't know, say if we go to America pre-season next season, yeah, right, and I say to the club, right, you know, we're in we're in that ICC tournament or whatever it's called. I don't know. Or we play. Anyone? Well, probably they change the rules. Yeah. They do that. <laughs> so do it. No, but all they do is they go, right. You can then tell the fans who were in America. Yeah. Right. This is this is that's Everton section. Yeah. You know, so if you want to get in with the atmosphere, go and sit in the Everton section. You know, like yeah. stuff like that. So it's not just for like the Premier League games. It's for so they get to see the real Everton experience yeah, so almost, but yeah. away. Yeah. Because it is different. You know what I mean? It's, com- it's completely different. But and, that's that's and, the way I'd. I'd go at it. I've been quite lucky to speak to a lot of the well, the European fans, you know. Um big shout out to Helga, um a big shout out to, to Sergei, um and a variety of friends that I've made good friends of really from, from a lot of the European groups there. Um and, and you know, certain like BB, Jeff and Co from from the uh, the North American Toffees as well, um with their individual fan bases there. And and there's a real passion at the moment, you know, the real the, the you know, obviously Everton looking to expand there. They need to capitalise in it, but to do it, I suppose you're you're spot on there. Exactly. Actually they need to feel, you know, the proper Everton experience and that's what you know, that's why they're following Everton. They, you know, they're they're just as much fans as we are. They yeah. just well, I, think we done, I think we done it in Mainz when we when we played that little Mains tournament uh, to start the last season. Um, you know, you could only buy tickets as so and so, you know, you could only buy like tickets for there's no end to anyone. So like I was saying to a few of the lads, I was like, why don't we just all buy them in this section? Uh, you know, so we're all together. <coughs> Similar to I mean, Kenya was one up with the club sources out there. The club done that for us. Yeah. There's only about forty of us, but you know, people There's only forty nusses like you that went yeah. to Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they could be, say if you had the pre season tournaments in America. Yeah. You know, and the club put out right. Because obviously that wouldn't go on credit or not, so anyone can just buy a ticket like that. Yeah. Obviously it wouldn't go down as a credit or not. But they could just go, right, we've sorted this out. Block so-and-so to so-and-so is where we want Everton to sit. Yeah. You know, and then then them, them international fans will get the experience of a match day. Yeah. And stuff like that. It'd be that. all contentious. Exactly. Like singing the, you, you know. know the, yeah, no, I... And that's like board, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> you you've sold it to me, Barry. See, stuff, so stuff you've like sold that. it to me, yeah. And uh, I think it's clear anyone that does know you, um, will just vote for you anyway because they know what you know. They know that you represent them. You know, we probably have to if if you get on, they'll probably have to double, double the meetings up. You know, because you you'll have you'll be bending their ears left and centre. But salons are wearing earplugs. <laughs> but uh, no, plugs I, and I think even anyone that doesn't know you just listening to that little bit. You know you clearly see you know you can add value and you're passionate and you've got ideas and you want to change stuff for the better yeah um, and, and it changing the match experience and i suppose especially now when we're coming up to bramley moor um you know i know kane and, and some of the lads on the originals i know you you're good friends with kane as well but they've worked tirelessly to try and improve um the singing section and i think they've, they've hit boundary after boundary um and you know it's it's more important than ever now because when we get to bramley moor um it needs to be spot on, you know. Goodison's yeah, exactly. a special place, and that that atmosphere needs to be spot on. When we get to Bramley Moor, it needs to be recreated. Exactly. It's going to be not well, worth to, to make improve, a flat actually. home. It's nothing, nothing worth, nothing worth to make a flat home. A flat yeah. home ground, you just like born. The club need pushing at every point to make yeah, sure exactly. that it's right. And people who know me, and for people who don't know me, I am not a <laughs> yes man. I refuse to be a yes man. <laughs> In fact, I'd argue in an empty room. If it, was, if it was me in a mirror, I reckon I'd win. <laughs> so yeah if, you, if you're listening to this go on to the Everton website there and Kevin tweeted out today as well and uh, obviously we're, we're obviously biased um, as the County Road Bobblers because Barry's a County Road Bobblers um, member but you know you can vote five people have a look on there see who best represents you um, and hopefully one of them will be Barry as well um, I, I'm sure that listening today he was doing some, somewhat to convince you of that um, so talking actually of, 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 of travelling and all that kind of stuff obviously we've got the, the Euros coming up obviously it was delayed from last year because of Covid mm. um, 
I'm actually quite looking forward to it in a way as well. I'm not yeah, massive. It's a bit of a change, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm not like, you know what, you'll never catch me going to an England game or not like no, that. No, But I'm just looking forward to going out on the air with the lads. You know, there's a bit of fuzzy on yeah, every it's day. An excuse, it's yeah. an well, excuse to get the out. The best thing it? is, right, and, you know, again, if we're going to be thankful for, for this this whole pandemic of anything, you know, there is fuzzy on from literally 7 o'clock in the morning to 3 o'clock at night. Because the Copa America runs fucking in sync with it all. Yeah. You know, so you can, you can watch Finland against, like, France. Yeah. And then you can watch Bolivia against Venezuela. <laughs> or what more does someone watch? Yeah, yeah. You know, what more does someone watch? A nice, nice European, South American nice European game. And a nice big, dirty South American yeah, game. kicking each other yeah. everywhere. I, I watched the Ecuador versus Colombia game not long ago. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the challenge of flying is a great game. I'll probably pay more attention to that than... Than bloody this. In fact, Uruguay versus uh, Brazil, another good one that I watched. And uh, Cavani went down the back of Richardson. Um, not yeah, sent exactly. off for it, but you know, <laughs> there's, there's no old, old bars in them of, games. They're the good to watch. The and some top players as well. None of that in the Euros. No, but, but, but well, actually, I, I didn't even think I'd mention the copper, but we'll, we'll just have a quick look at, at the um, at the Euros. Um, so. The, the, we have had a question actually we asked if anyone was going to ask any questions so firstly we look at England and uh, EFC Molly said um, what do you think of Michael Keane uh, not being picked was one question she asked so I'll, I'll let you answer that first you know if you're going off all season I don't think he deserves to be in I don't he had a solid start he was in the England squad and then he, he wasn't his best from Christmas till about March uh, again. Sunday he was poor. You know, I I blame him for two of the goals. You know, so I don't think he deserves to be in himself. Uh, yeah, it's probably not the it's not the end of his international career. He'll probably you know pick up and be in next year. I hope people are listening to this and feeling refreshed because I think it's important actually because Blues are honest in terms of their opinions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if, if, if I'm sure if he was a red player, they'd be saying he's the best player in the world. Yeah, if best he needs to be in the world. But you know, I think we, I think it's not English. Yeah, I mean, it's important to step back, isn't it, and think about it and, and be honest about it, you know what I mean? Michael Keane's a, a decent, yeah, and table ish, it's a top table, it's, it's you know, that. solid, it's, solid it's, player. You know, it's like, I think it's styles Con- as well, isn't Con- it? Has Conor Cody been picked? Yeah, people are saying like, ah, he shouldn't be picked, but, he, but he's a leader, you know. Yeah, if you're one that looks to Germany with two minutes to go, you know, I, I know I'm bringing on, yeah, because he's a leader and he can sort the he can he can. He talks, you know, Michael Keane doesn't... It's quite quiet, isn't he, Michael exactly. Keane for the centre, so English centre. Maybe that's why he's not been picked, you know, when it's... Personalities at the end of the day as well, isn't it? Is and one. also style, you know, I think Keane, I think we all know that we played low block most of the season. Yeah. You know, if, if we've got a lot of slow players in that, that England um, starting 11, potentially, in that back line. I don't... I, again, I'm sure everyone, we can all we can, we'll all be in unity saying that Eric Dyer shouldn't be probably starting at the centre-half in England. Yeah, um, even be in England. No, he's an absolute dog. Um, but if you look at like Harry Maguire and, and players like that, you know it's it's quite so. Adding Michael Keane maybe to that might not be. You know I, I can see why Ben yeah. Godfrey's got in there. Yeah. Because he's got genuine pace, athleticism. He can play right across the free. He can play in. You know. But we say, it, we, we say we say we can't have two slow centre halves. Yeah. You know, could you imagine Harry Maguire and Michael Keane centre half England coming up against like I don't know Mbappe? Yeah. The recipe for disaster, isn't it? You just think now. Nah. And it's not it's not against Michael Keane. Look, Jamie Carragher was was a very good centre half all his career, and he, he never really you know he had Rio Ferdinand, Sol Campbell, and all that so, in front of him. Sol Campbell never uh, played. So yeah, I, I don't think it's anything against Michael Keane. I think most Evertonians respect Michael Keane. He's a good, you know he's a pretty strong player, but maybe he's just short of that England's yeah. selection because I of a few say reasons. I wouldn't say short. I just think you know you in, in tournaments you need versatility, don't you? Yeah. You know, and quite Richard, isn't he? In the way, you know, Conor Cody can play centre midfield, centre defensive midfield. And by the way, I can't stand Conor Cody. I'll be honest. No, I can't. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't don't like him as well. It's all about. It's I all don't about, like Tyro Mings. I'll be honest with you. That's what it's about. I think it's probably England's weakest position. Um, well, it's not now. We've got Ben Godfrey. Yeah, true. Yeah, probably the strongest position now. The best things in life are Ben Godfrey. Um, so, first thing we're going to say to you, um, I'm going to give my eleven. And you can tell me if you agree or don't agree and who, who you change. So I reckon if I was to pick it, if I if I had my waistcoat on like Gareth Southgate, 
obviously there's only one man who'll get your rave on in goal. Um, I'd go with back four. And my choice would be different because I don't know why he's going to make it anyway, but we'll see. But I'd go with Stones and Godfrey. I think Godfrey might actually miss out, to be honest with you. But if he goes in there, he impresses, he shows his pace. I just think Stones and Godfrey would be an absolute dream of a centre-back centre pairing. They've got a bit of a thing, power, pace, athleticism, yeah. you know, decent on the ball. Chilwell, Trippier, either side. Uh, Declan Rice sitting because he's had an excellent season at West Ham. And I've come full circle on him, to be honest with you. Um, Henderson, just because he is a captain, whether we like it or not. And I think that, you know, his experience and playing the bigger games will help us. Mason Mount, because Mason Mount is brilliant at the moment. Um, yeah. And then I'd go with uh, Jack Grealish and Foden. Either side of Kane, um, it's a bit controversial because I've not gone with Sterling there. But it's then who do you leave out, Garella or do you leave Foden out? Um, so it's an hard one that. Um, mm. It's an hard position actually. That that front three for England. There's just a few options. Who who, who are you chopping? Who are you changing? Uh, there, I'd change formation. For start, uh, I'd go with three five two. Uh, obviously, the goalie Pickford. You no, know, he's he's good for England, so I would he's in goal. Back three, I'd go Walker. He plays well for City. If Maguire honest, makes it, I'd go Maguire. Yeah. But if he doesn't make it, then I don't. I, I haven't thought of either. If he doesn't make it, I'd go Stones and Godfrey. But if Maguire makes it, I'd go Maguire and Godfrey. Yeah. Uh, right back or right wing back, I'd go with Trent. Ah, boom. I would. I'd go with Trent, honest. Because all you do there. Don't vote for Barry on the phone. All, all you do there, right? If you do what like what loads of teams seem to be doing, when yeah. you're on the attack, you move Walker out and go to a back four. Yeah. You know, yeah. right? Left, left back, left wing back. I'd go Chilwell. Midfield, the midfield, like the two centre mids. I'd go with Henderson. And I'd go with Calvin Phillips. Yeah, it's not a bad shout, that actually, because he's played quite. Yeah, he is no, a good player, isn't he? And he can drop. He can pass forwards as well. Him. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't like Declan Rice. I just don't like him. Fair enough. Uh, I've come full circle. I'm right. In the it. ten, I'd go with Phil Foden because I think you've got to build the team. Shit, around fucking him. great, isn't he? You've got to build the team great. around him. Yeah. You've got to. Uh, <laughs> and then up front, Kane. And I'd go uh, Rashford. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, Rashford. There's, there's definitely an argument. There is no but, you, and you know, in saying that, it depends who you play. Because who's in, who's in the group? Who have we got in the group? We've, we've got, got Scotland. We've got Croatia. Yeah. Uh, Czech Republic and Scotland. See, so when so, we played. So Chil- Chilworth's going to have to mark Karol Poborski, isn't he? Exactly. Is he still playing for them? Exactly. Poborski. Yeah, yeah, him and. I was a boss. You know, so like, like, like them. You know, maybe I'd drop. Uh, I'd drop Rashford and play Carvalhoom, because you know, because yeah. Arnold can just cross. Ah, uh, and then he fell off my chair. Arnold, Arnold can just cross the ball and start and DCL. Yeah, you know, Arnold can just cross and. Yeah, now it's a fair shout. What I think, right? I'm, I'm not, comp- not comparing them, but I think it's go- I think Carvalhoon's going to have to simmer a role to what Andy Carroll had. I think it was in the 2014 or 16 against Sweden. And he come on and he just fucking added everything. You know, nah. t- European teams don't play with the target man like that anymore. Nah. So, don't, you know, don't, you know, you tell me the Czech centre-halves are going to look at him and go, well, you can leave like a salmon. Yeah. It's a different no, option, isn't it? Exactly. He's totally different so, stuff like that. And even Danny Ings as well, I don't know if he's going to be fit or not, but he's someone who can national teams and even the front and put high pressure I on teams I don't know if he's been called up. Hasn't he been I don't called think up? he's been called up, you know. Ah, fair enough. Um, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm just going to counter arguments only one position for you, because I can't agree on you, I can see your logic, but I don't think Trent gets in the squad. I think he, I think Southgate's been a bit of a shit house, to be honest with you. Because yeah. I think Trippier, um, James... And Walker, he'll take as the as the three right back options. in Walker because Walker can play centre. You don't need three well. centre backs. You don't um, need three right backs. You only need two. But well, I think it'll be Trippier and James. Yeah, I mean it probably will be. But um, if if 
think he goes, then it's he starts for me. And just because he can't be asked, listen to someone calling him Trent or Thomas as well. Yeah. Because Alexander Arnold just be getting caught. Put him in it. <laughs> <laughs> Better defensively, anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, a bit of an interesting discussion down there. So, what I'm going to say, the first question for you is who wins it? France. Right. 100%. Who's the underdog? Croatia. I back them every tournament. Yeah. And I've hit the post once. Didn't they have like a boss under 21 team ages yeah. ago? And like everyone's saying, it's like golden generation. But it's either Croatia or I think if Portugal get through the group, I think they'll go far. Because they've got the group of death. Yeah. They they've have. got a. I think they've got. Germany, um, France, and, and Hungary. Yeah, so if they get through that. Top you know, scorer? Lukaku. Biggest double dis- double sixty six to one it is France and Lukaku got on <laughs> Sky Bet. There you go. We don't condone betting in any way, but if you are betting, that's a good bet. Um, I'm joking. That, um, that's my bet. Uh, uh, biggest disappointments. Who's gonna let? It, who's gonna be hyped up and not really produce? Germany. You know what? You, you read my notes here. I've, I've Germany or? <laughs> I agree. Actually, I don't even know who else was it. Who else was in it? Uh, group A are the Dutch in it? yeah they are Yeah, Dutch undies uh, it's not there anymore obviously but Ukraine uh, Holland Austria Dutch. Macedonia the Dutch you're going to go out in that group yeah and Macedonia are the underdogs aren't they? I'm telling you yeah not Croatia Macedonia there you go well I'm going slightly different who's winning it Portugal I, I was looking at their line up before and that, that front three Jota Cristiano Ronaldo Bernardo Silva yeah, and they've got, they've got that Yar Fernandes, so. Felix from Atletico yeah, as well, who's Fern- not part of that. Fernandes. Yeah, Bruno Fernandes, you've got no, uh, no, Ruben got Neves. Ruben Diaz as well, yeah. Cancelo. Uh, Pepe, bit of a dog of war, isn't he, at the yeah. end of centre-half. Yeah, that's what you need, um, that though. Patricio as well, potentially in goal. But I think that's a really good start. And I, I don't know, I, 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 I actually agree with you. The biggest disappointment for me, I think, Germany. It's um, Josh and Lowe's last tournament, isn't it? I think I'd say Germany or the Dutch, because th- I'm, sure I'm sure the Dutch got beat. I haven't won in about six months. I'm Who, sure. Who took over there? Was it, was it, it was the one who was at Palace. De Boer. De Boer. They've got no chance then, have they? So, you know, they might, they, might, they might scrape through the you know scrape through the groups and then they'll go out. Then they'll go out. So, well, I'm yeah. the Dutch to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm going top goal scorer Cristiano, because I think... He'll knock Germany out there. I think he'll he'll accrue, he'll end up scoring three penalties. Well, so I'll give him three straight away. What I'm sure what I've seen the other day isn't it isn't it different this year? Where <coughs> they're not the, messing around with it, the best or the two best third place teams go through. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm sure I've seen that. Messing around with it, haven't he? So Germany ends up getting through probably. No, Germany finish bottom. And who, who's the final? France and. I reckon they're both coming from that group. I agree with you, France, but I think France and Portugal. Yeah, <coughs> France. And then I'd, I'd say, you know what, I'll say I'd toss it between Portugal and England. I think England will go far in it, I do. Yeah. But I think, because what, what people are forgetting is all of England's games are at Wembley. Yeah, and true, yeah. Apart from the first two, it's full. You know, you're going to have fans in there who haven't been for fucking months. Oh, well, England fans. That's what I mean. I mean, can't stand them. No, that's, but, no, that's, that's what I reckon. They're going to have snide fucking yeah. trainers on, aren't they? Bams jumping in fountains yeah, and stuff the, like yeah. that. And no, that's Liverpool. Singing fun. crap songs. Yeah, it's true. And uh, Underdog, I'm going uh, And for me, it's, it's Italy. Not an Underdog, but fucking champions. <laughs> no, uh, you know, uh, no one's talking about Italy. You know, uh, Italy have been a bit of a forgotten force, haven't they? And, uh, I just think... The, You've, you've got a few players there that people don't really rate as much and I think they're going to cause a few teams problems. Is uh, uh, is is, is Chen going for Turkey? He's injured, isn't he? Injured to oh, November I'd again. I've said they, they'll win it then, but <laughs> nah, they won't win it now, he's out. Now, big Chen. Um, so, just finishing off really now, just to, just to say as well, um, obviously talk up, JD Deacon's doing some fantastic work. He has been doing for God knows how long now. Um, right the way through lockdown, um, played in a fucking tournament for them the other day actually, and good laugh, um, some lads there as well, so it was good for a bit of normality, but they've got a walk on, on Saturday, um, which is down at Crosby Lakeside at 11am, 
um, about six miles or so. So if you are listening, you are feeling a bit isolated. Just you don't necessarily have to be suffering with mental health, but if you want to just boost your well being and just talk to other blues and just get out and just have some fresh air, it's not about just people. You know, people who you, people at different stages with the with the mental health. It's important that you have that. You know, ability to connect with other blues and and speak to our fans. And we do. There is a couple of reds there as well. To be fair. They come as well, so it's not just Evertonians, but I'd be surprised if any Reds are listening to this podcast. Um, so, yeah, get yourself down there. It's uh, you know it's good to support um, Evertonians doing good things, and, and Jake is continuing to do great things. Um, and also, you know, he's managing to, to battle his own, um, you know, his, his own ups and downs that he has as well. So he's, a, he's an inspiration to me, Jay, really, and, and get down there. Um, if I don't have a... If I don't, uh... Have a few too many for that. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> can you so, drink on the way? Can you take any bottles? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can do whatever you you please. Yeah, I mean it's a six or seven mile walk. I'll so. meet you at the finishing line. Yeah. <laughs> well, the finishing line will be that that um that that pub that's there, the bus one. Where you got yeah. that bus thing set up, yeah, the bus stop, whatever it's called. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna go to the boys of the summer. Um, by Don and then it seems like a bit of a. An appropriate song because all the lads are going to be out watching the games, watching the footy on the beer, bit of normality, and uh, hopefully we'll be back in a packed out Goodison. And uh, obviously, we'll just finish by saying, Vote for Barry Williams. Be me too, lad. Vote for me, lad. Vote for change. <laughs> change with an E. Yeah. <laughs> Not Chang. <laughs> right. Anyway, bye for now. Hope you enjoyed it. Put in the comments any, any, uh, any questions, any remarks. And uh, please share it. Bye for now. Show you